Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast himself, Mr. Pete Dawson. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? It's good to see you, Christopher, on this a day in November. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I always forget when these shows go out. We, we always record a couple of days in advance. So I'm just, we are hurtling towards Christmas. I'm, I'm very much not prepared for it, to be quite frank. I feel, like, I feel like I'm still on my Japanese holiday. I'm in that situation where, um, I, like a couple of days before I, I leave Japan, I always go, don't need mm. to go back, done, sorted, fine. And then a couple of weeks later, you're like, <laughs> I want to go back. I want to have a coolish. I want to drink beer and rockaholic. I want to just fucking. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to roll around town. Aww. I just want to hang out, baby. Fuming. Absolutely. I get like that. Yeah. I get. I got like that while I was back in the UK for like four or five weeks. Yeah. By the end, I was like, oh, I really miss like everything in Japan. So, yeah. I don't know how the hell I'm ever going to leave this country. <laughs> I'm always going to feel I that. Keep dragging I think. you back in. You know. <laughs> You think, well, you think after 10, 11 years, you'd be like, oh, I'm bored, time to move on mm. now. But I really just like living here. Like, not even a, on a YouTube work level. Mm. Uh, I just like Japan. I like just living. being able to get on a bullet train and, and disappear into the mountains. Mm. I think it's just like the, the geography of the country, it really lends itself to ex- exploration and discovery. And yeah, there's a reason I've gone to every prefecture in this country. I bloody love exploring it. You never know. You never know what lies around the corner in the land of the rising sun. Well, I guess you're kind of like it's quite your, your job is quite my, unique my book. in that where I pretend <laughs> yes, coffee book. Good. Uh, you last about, line yeah, of the coffee book. book. Yeah, yeah. Last line of the book. Guy didn't like it. Didn't review didn't like it. I would say that going. Uh, I think your job is quite unique in that you know I liked to think of myself as this free spirit who's you know in charge of his own destiny, but. I am a corner of a podcast company and I can't just sort of waddle away into the forest for a couple of days to just to do some recording because I, I can't do yeah, that. There can. are there are responsibilities. Yeah, I've, I've built a, a house of nah. I've built a house of broken bones that I must live inside. Um and so like so your job is quite unique in that you can sort of go, right, I'm doing this now, go do this now. Um and and, and so and so <laughs> that, so I think you will I think if you ever get a proper job you're going to be absolutely ruinous you're going to be a nightmare get a proper job 
You won't be able to handle it. I mean, I, I, I feel the same as you there. Like, I, I think, yeah, you know, I have this image of a free spirit. Clearly, I'm very lucky traveling around doing what I do, but I still do a lot of editing, a lot yeah. of planning, a lot of mundane oh, yeah, stuff. But, but like, you're very much like you, you, you have to do that because that's literally what you do. So you, you are well, um, betrothed to another um, job. <laughs> that is Mr. Adobe <laughs> Premiere. Unfortunately, unfortunately. I tried to chip over um, to in Adobe Premiere this week because I had a job to do. I, I was actually editing one of these shows and mm. I was like, you know what? I've got a couple of days. Why don't I sit down and instead of using Sony Vegas, I'll just use Premiere. And Sony. Nobody uses Sony Vegas. It's not 19 fucking Still being released. They've moved to a subscription model, you, Chris. No. So Sony seems to think it's important. Or Matrox or whoever owns it now. Um, but um, I, I thought, I'll, you know, I'll teach myself um, Premiere. I'll use it properly. Because um, I've only dipped a toe. But it's just so different and so more difficult and complicated. I just so want more difficult. chop, 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 slide, chop, 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 chop. That's what I need. But what I get is, you've got to get a little razor blade and chop, 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 chop. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't know the shortcuts. I, rubbish. I admit <laughs> I don't enjoy editing that much anymore mm. uh i find it i do find it increasingly hard to edit i i see if i've edited something like 300 videos now mm. i think and uh yeah i don't i i i get weird when i get to editing i get really stressed mm. i've got like ptsd i think from bloody editing all these years <laughs> so i find it really hard and yet i'm such a control freak even though i have a lot of help on editing now from some fantastic people i still have to get involved i still you know, have to do some editing and it. Yeah, it's it's a problem. I wish there was a better way. I know there's lots of AI tools now where you can edit uh, and like AI will cut the video up mm. for you and all this sort of stuff. And uh, we actually got a story this week about AI coming up on the news front. But uh, I I think the day's coming where AI can edit the video for you. Uh, so that's well, not good certainly for because the like two <clears throat> fantastic editors that I've hired. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly because um i mean so much of um content creation now is um working with an algorithm presumably having an ai tool that takes all of the algorithmic concerns into account and can produce a rough draft of what pulls people in keeps people watching mm. and serves up a big pile of cash at the end of it uh, presumably will <laughs> be the um sweet spot for a lot of creators um uh, it's it's not a good place but it might be more lucrative, well, I suppose. <laughs> or, you know. Well, I mean, often the best, the, the most successful channels in terms of views and everything, they're not the best edited. Mm. Uh, they're just cut really bloody fast. And I think, uh, yeah, you know, I think an AI could probably pull that off right now yeah. without like agree. being creative or doing anything. Mm. You know, if you look at a lot of the biggest YouTubers, it's just like, boom, 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 a thing happens. Cut, 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 cut. Mm. And I, yeah. So good editing. From my experience, good editing doesn't mean bigger and better results, mm. unfortunately. Same with for quality as well. A concept that sounds bold, like I travelled Japan for free, <laughs> like, like somebody did, yeah. as we covered two weeks ago, will do better than like a passionate documentary about someone who's having a, you know, living in the wilderness in Japan mm. and living a difficult life. Like, it's a, it's a shame. Mm. It's a shame. Go get the title. It's all titles and all thumbnails. Titles and, thumbnails isn't it? and we're no exception on this, on this podcast, yeah. I guess. True that. With my stupid face and all the thumbnails. But I, but I think there's, uh, do you not think there's like kind of a relationship between consumer of uh, media and the person who creates it, um, where they, 
<clears throat> they understand that. Like I watch, um, or I certainly used to watch Justin Hawkins ride. Justin Hawkins rides again. Um, the guy from the mm. darkness, leading the darkness, uh, basically reviews music and you know new media and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you know he's had steady kind of climb for you know really really exploded, um, which is not a steady climb, it's an explosion. It's shut up, Donaldson. Anyway, um, <laughs> he is uh, doing that, and his all of his uh, thumbnails you know, very straightforward, not particularly bombastic. Bombastic, bombastic, or uh, he doesn't do a lot of like silly bombastic. YouTube. Um, he doesn't do like the silliest YouTube face. But his all of his um, things are: is this shit? Like all of their all of his um, uh, YouTube thumbnails <laughs> are: is this a load of old rubbish? And do I hate this? Is this rubbish? Are they the worst band ever? And there's this kind of like game that the consumer uh, of said media plays with the with the creator of the media because they know. That Justin Hawkins is probably going to like the thing that he's reviewing. There's very few things that he um, reviews harshly because, at the end of the day, he's a creative person and he respects people who are creators. So he's never going to slag off other mm. musicians because a makes festivals quite difficult and b um, he respects craft and he respects people who, who do stuff properly. Um, but I know going in that that salacious headline isn't true. It's just, it's just not. It, no, they're not the worst band in the world because you're clearly going to like and respect what they do, even if it's a you know, third single from their last album, Bling One Eight Two, kind of like you know, trolling of of what their fans expect. So, I would say that there is a little bit of a game. Mm. We, I understand that I'm going to be lied to going into a video as a as a massive consumer of YouTube media. I know that the the person who's producing this and presenting this uh, video, um, the actual content is different to what the actual um, packaging is. Um, so it's it's it's. Silly and unneeded, but it's where we are at the moment. It's, just, it's the silly load of rubbish. <laughs> I hate it. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm just as guilty. I've made videos called like yeah, well, Twelve I mean, Reasons I to. Hate Japan. Why not to move to Other- Japan? Otherwise, Things like that, you don't right? get there. Otherwise, you, otherwise, there's no point in making the video if no one's watching it. So you have to play the game, mm. and you just hope that people are clever enough to stick around after they've been lied to. <laughs> play the game. Play the game. Just use, the trick is just use the word. Worst in every worst. title. Yeah. Something's worst. X, mm. Y, Z. Always gets the clicks or things I hate. All that negativity. Yeah. Negativity drives traffic. Worst it's, dads in my life. And you should review the dads. But, All the Mike Stewie Donaldson. <laughs> the worst. The worst dad. The worst dad. Dear oh dear. Well, hopefully <laughs> this story doesn't involve a terrible dad. It's a story from Amlan from India. Mm. He says, "LA greetings, uh, Chris. Uh, the uh, sorry, greetings, Pete, the elite Donaldson, and Chris, the rainmaker abroad. This is Amlan, originally from India. Lived in Tokyo for a year now, but now living in Seattle. Uh, I've been watching abroad Japan since 2017, and the podcast since 2021. And the uh, sorry, uh, I decided to." Spend one year in Japan, motivated by your travels, uh, studying at the University of Tokyo and exploring other prefectures at my leisure. As the day of departure arrived, I was a bit depressed, for I was definitely going to miss the scenery, the culture and the food. As I queued for my uh, boarding at Haneda Airport, a buff guy wearing a mask and glasses approached me. Pointing to my Wrestle Kingdom 17 t-shirt, he said, Oh, you like NJPW? I dialed up my Japanese to the max, he said, and said, uh, yes, I'm a big fan. Why do you like it, he said. I went on and on about why NJPW has great camera work, great story, uh, great storytelling, unparalleled 
athleticism. He then removed his mask and said, Oh, I'm Tanahashi. It was Hiroshi Tanahashi, an absolute legend of NJPW, travelling in the same plane. I was starstruck and couldn't speak for a few seconds. I was a bit dazed and kept saying, Majide, are you sit Like, right, for real? And I snapped... Uh, and snapped back when he offered to take a photo. I then talked with him and told him how much I respected his work and discussed his recent bout with MJF. He then wished me the best and my day was made. Have you guys been starstruck while meeting someone? Have you, uh, thank you so much for the excellent entertainment. Mm. Thank you, Amlan from India, whose story I fucking bungled. <laughs> I don't know why. I couldn't read it. It's just you, I you get have scared, no idea. You get scared of that. terms like NJPW. <laughs> So NJPW is... Yeah, I uh, don't know why. New Japan Pro Wrestling. I've got breaks. Uh, it's a big old, big old uh, Japanese uh, corporation. They're like the WWE in uh, in, in Japan. And uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi is uh, like their Hulk Hogan. Like, you know, these huge... Oh, cool. It's hard to sort of like understate. And I would say if you ever met Hulk Hogan or any um, 90s wrestlers uh, back in the day on their plane, uh, they would be off their heads on somers. <laughs> they would be <laughs> drug skunks and they'd be off their head on somers. But I mean, what an astonishing uh, meeting. It would be like meeting like the rock or something uh but japanese yeah yeah I, amazing that's awesome I've, i mean i've never met a celebrity like that apart from ken watanabe mm. i guess and hyde but uh i met prince andrew does that does that count oh. is that good <laughs> what, what island we are? The, no- I, the uk yeah, hopefully uh, <laughs> the british Isles, <laughs> please thank you yeah good all right <laughs> and i met elon musk but that was sort of before he was who he is now yes he was barely known so it wasn't that that right. exciting it was still cool to meet him um, at the time, mm. not so much now. Um, I've, I, have you, uh, sort, of like, have you met? sort of met yeah. like any people, um, sort of, not socially, but like out in the world? Because I've never, the or, yeah. I think the only oh, yeah. star I have ever approached to say hello to uh, was a guy who played uh, an albino in Iceland called Noi. Um, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was in. Right. He was in like Blade Runner, the new one, and he was in. Um, he was in a, a couple of other things. Um, but he's this kind of like he's he's he's, he's got no hair. He's got alopecia. Um, but he played right, right. Um, an albino, Noi the albino, uh, Noi the albinoi um, in in Icelandic. Um, and it was one of my favourite films uh, back in the like ne- late nineties, noughties. And um, I was in a bar in Iceland, like the first like night in Iceland, mm. um, having a drink, having swigs, and uh, this. Natural. Guy just popped his head around the door, and I went. <laughs> I know Iceland have only got like two thousand people, but I was like, "Is that Noi Albanoi? <laughs> Is that Noi the Albanoi, <laughs> the, the albino?" Um, and so I chased him down the road. <laughs> Sorry, are you? And he went, "Yeah." I said, "Can I get a picture?" And I've never done that before. I've I've been was it because in... you were drunk. Yeah, and also definitely. I was. think it's a different. I I think. Then uh, obviously in Iceland he's probably very famous, but with Westerners he's probably not. It was an art house film, pretty much, and and I sort of thought, well, I mean, it's worth getting a picture because I, I. But I've never done that before. Never done that again. The only time I've ever taken pictures with celebrities is when I've been interviewing them, and that's I had to do it for work, um, for for the Facebook page and stuff. So I've never, I you know, I I love footballers and I love football. So I guess it's. Yeah, I mean, you've met every celebrity ever. I guess it's the thrill of meeting a celebrity in the wild, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, sort exactly. Of You're there to do a job, and, yeah. and outside of that, I think people get very, very excited. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, the only time I recall that happening was the time I was in that shoe shop with Natsuki in London, and Tim Henman, the <laughs> tennis player, was there. Brilliant. It was really weird. Natsuki, Natsuki wanted some £2,000 shoes. Yes. Like you do mm. at Christmas. He was mm. like, I want to buy British shoes. Mm. This, was the, this was the second or the first time he came to the UK. Mm. And he, he was convinced he wasn't going to be coming back. Uh, and he wanted the most expensive shoes he could find. <laughs> we went in one shop. 
the Queen's appointed shoe shop. Yeah. And there was a man like chopping up some leather in the corner on like a milling machine mm. or something still. Like it was the Victorian. <laughs> live. Yeah, genuinely. It was really quite cool. And then uh, it was a sort of place in like Mayfair, London, where you feel out of your depth. You feel like you're not allowed to be there. <laughs> like you've broken into somewhere royal standing. And uh, yeah, Natsuki nearly fell out of his seat when he saw that one pair of shoes there cost £4,000. But it was okay the next place where they cost £2,000 for a pair of shoes. I don't know how he funded it or afforded it at the time, but uh, we walked in there, though, and yeah, Tim Henman, the, 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 you know, the champion... Was, the Henmania. ...wasn't really ever a champion, was he? He's, he's, the, he's, the, he's uh, the owner of Henman Hill. Well, there you go. became Murray Mount. <laughs> Tim Henman, the UK's number one tennis player at the time or before was there. Yeah. And then he, he walked out... And then Kenneth Branagh, the, the actor, director, right. filmmaker, he walked in. It was just really like surreal. In, in, the, fine, in fine um, uh, kind of fellowship with other shoe fans of the world. <laughs> Tim Henman, Kenneth Branagh and Natsuki. Mm. But it was really weird. You know, the shoe shop was like the size of this space I've got here. It's very small. Mm. And I was just sitting there and I was just sort of watching Natsuki get his feet measured. And sort of Kenneth Branagh was just standing there watching Natsuki getting his shoes measured and it was just like oh this is this, this is, is rather really strange, weird yeah. you do see that though, in, in the center of london you do see like if if you walk through um soho and you don't see who's the guy who's in the boat at rock the um oh the big tall man he thought nick frost no big tall man kind of older uh british british gentleman he's in he was in the boat at the right. If you don't, you don't see that guy wandering around. Um, I always forget his name now. Uh, but uh, if you don't see like a, a person who's been in a British rom-com uh, by the time you've walked from one side Bill of the to the... Bill Nye. That's it, it was Bill Nye. I always get... Who's the oh, was it actually? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Bill Nye. Um, who's, the, who's the science guy? That's also Bill Nye, isn't it? Bill Nye. That's Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Okay. And there's Nye. Bill Nye, Bill Nye, different, isn't it? <laughs> very similar, very similar vibes. Uh, but yeah, if you don't see him wandering around Soho, you haven't been in Soho for long enough to be quite frank. So he's always around. But you do see, <laughs> you do see that sort of thing. I remember, sort of like when I lived in Soho, I'd be like, so, so, I remember, like, so, who's that guy making a lot of noise? There's a guy like in front of my house, just making a lot of bloody noise, like shouting. I was like, I come downstairs, it was Mr. Robot. <laughs> it was like the bloke who played Mr. Fuck? Robot. Remy Malik, yeah, Remy Malik, who's just a leather jacket oh. with a girl stamping through his sword. Shut up, Mister oh. Robot. You're supposed to be a robot. Power yourself down, dickhead. God, he was <laughs> terrible in No Time to Die, that James Bond film. My God, is he great actor? Scars? I think there's miscast. People, that's kind of quite gorgeous, yeah. isn't it? To, to, it was to just a really scars, isn't it? Just a really crap villain. Mm. Like he had like no good memorable lines. He was right. really weird. I yeah. think he would make. Yeah, I think he, he's he's quite a spooky guy. I think it would be. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like yeah. him. But enough about Rami Malek. Enough and about Rami Malek. I must admit. Pipe it down. I wish I, could, I. I did go back to that shoe shop while I was uh, in the UK back in August. I didn't buy from it. I just walked past it to mm. see if I could see anyone famous, but I didn't see anyone. No. It was rubbish. Uh, Never. Mind. Who knows who might, who might turn up there? <laughs> it was in one of those arcades. One of those arcades. It may. Anyway. Yes. Enough about the shoe shop. But it's it's weird. Like. That's where the celebrities of the world are. They're just in a shoe shop yeah. in, in Mayfair in central London. I really want... I wish I'd go back there and tell Kenneth Branagh I loved him in the wild, wild west as evil wheelchair man. <laughs> the, 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 like, nobody remembers that film. 
because it's unspeakably shit. I remember it from shit. the rap. But, I remember the story of it in the rap. I mean, that, that's quite good. <laughs> but like, do you remember like the the villains? Like a guy's got no spider, legs, it? yeah, and he's yeah, yeah, and he has he speaks this very strong southern accent. I don't, that's I don't just think Kenneth you can get Branham. away with that anymore. Uh, I don't think you get. You probably couldn't get away with no, the Albanoi, but because <laughs> I don't think the guy was an Albanoi, <laughs> Albanoi, Albino. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think you, uh, you get away with having <laughs> a, a, a disabled actor. Uh, sorry, a non-disabled actor playing a disabled actor who also has a big spider. <laughs> Big steampunk spider, especially well, especially in a film that shit. Mm. That was well, what an awful, list. awful film. Will Smith turned down uh, the Matrix, I think, to appear in the yeah. Wild Wild West. Well, look, what a fuck he's up! Got, he's what got a fuck bigger, up that was. He's got bigger relationship fish to fry at the moment. He's just sort of that, that he does. Yeah. That he most certainly does. But what's going on in Japan this week, Mister Dawson? Fill us in on the news going on oh. in Japan. Chris, 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 Chris. Um, Japanese tea brand Ito N is using an AI-generated sports model to promote his new line of drinks in a move that some see as safeguarding the company from potential scandal caused by a human huh. spokesperson. Um, <laughs> Ito N released an Ooh. ad in early September for its new drink line, uh, Oi Ocha Katechin um, Green Tea. The video features that's an a really unnamed hard, spoke. That's a really weirdly named tea. Katechin. That's not normal. Oi Ocha kat, Katechin Green Tea. Oi Ocha Katechin. The video features <laughs> an unnamed spokes model. Uh, about a month after uploading the ad to YouTube, the company confirmed that the model shown in the video was created using AI. The label used for the drink was also made using AI. The company had its designers create over huh. a dozen designs before subjecting the draft to an AI evaluation process. Uh, and then human designers looked at the labels one more time before deciding... Um, which one to you? So, I mean, the designers create the designs and the AI just, um, you, you, like we spoke about before, algorithmically went, right, that probably will tick a lot more boxes than the other one that you've got. So I kind of understand that, mm. but um, it's a big move and it's something, <laughs> I, I imagine, you know, we, the Japanese probably aren't that concerned about it because the Japanese, they're very much an island nation who basically just do whatever the hell they bloody want. Um, but... Is true. There's a lot of people who um, there's a lot of people who are uh, obviously commenting that an AI model uh, using an AI model as the company spokes model um, can free them from possible scandal further down the line from a human actor. Now, I'm sorry if a someone who does an advert for tea is later found to be problematic in some way, like. You're not, like, is that a real big vibe? You know, is that really going to kill your company? I mean, Subway had Jared, who who is a who is a registered sex offender. Like, he's a, you know, he, they spent millions of pounds for this guy, and he and he um, did some atrocious things, uh, and I think was in prison for it. Um, and so, like, is it going to kill your brand, or is it just like, well, we, you know, we did... We didn't know. It's like we didn't know. Like it's, that's what scandals are. We didn't employ them for what they do in their private life. We employ them because they managed mm. to lose a lot of weight using eating subways. Um, so I guess this is Japanese a... companies are worried because mm. of the old Johnny's the Johnny's scandal. Yeah, I know, right, but the, I mean, uh, big entertainment company that uh, where the founder had been doing unspeakably bad things mm. and. Yeah, I don't, but let's face it, they just wanted to save some money. Exactly. That's not, it's, not the message. it's not the kind of like, oh, we, we're worried about what the unnamed um, model might say about our tea in 10 years' time. We're talking about saving a bit of money on renting a woman for a bit. Excuse my French. Mm. <laughs> I mean, 
AI artwork, it's a tough one. It's coming, it's unstoppable, it's happening. I've used it in thumbnails already to add stuff to certain thumbnails in the background and whatnot. And it's hard to know. Like some people are outraged by it. I think it's I think it's it's a tough one. I, I think it's a very it's I don't like the idea of like artists, good artists losing their jobs and whatnot. Well, it's not even. It, the only t- it's not even. The only time like, I would use it is to like augment a f- like a photo I've taken and manipulate out, it. Yeah, I mean that being said, though that being said, and this is where I dig my grave and fuck myself. Basically, I I've got a video coming out and <laughs> in it I talk, <laughs> talk about why uh, like AI artworks the future and nothing else matters. <laughs> no, I've got a video and in the video I talk about a typhoid epidemic in the town of Maidstone, mm. the town that I'm from, and. Uh, Try as I might, I couldn't find any photos of the Maidstone typhoid epidemic right. because it was in the 18th, yeah. the 18th century or something. So I got AI in mid-journey to create what that would look like, mm. and I featured that in the video. Now, ethically, what are the ethics around that? Should I have hired an artist for $500 to do it, mm. take three or four days, or should I go on mid-journey, type in Maidstone typhoid epidemic, mm. hit enter, wait 15 seconds and have... Some subpar artwork. The problem is, though, I think that, that it's data becomes it. that data becomes. There are no pictures of the typhoid uh, epidemic in Maidstone, but now we have a picture of the typhoid um, epidemic in Maidstone, <laughs> um, and it was created by you and Midjourney. So I would say that that becomes because the internet um, doesn't really discern between truth and fiction, uh, and and and, it's, and 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 you know first party accounts of what happened at any one time um that's where it starts to get a bit murky and that's not your fault that's mm. literally the internet not being very good at filtering truth it's not my and, fault the internet did it and truth and naughty stuff that's not actually existing um and also it's you know the big you th- can tell it's ai though right you can tell it looks awful <laughs> oh, God, it's <laughs> do a bad job <laughs> just do a bad job at it and you're absolutely fine yeah my conscience is yeah. clear because i'm bad at this <laughs> but it is what data set you use, isn't it? It's kind of like the, the objections about AI. It's not necessarily even about um, giving um, money. Uh, well, not giving any, not giving much money, I suppose, towards a uh, AI um, solution to um, rather than giving an artist um, time to composite or put together something um, that's quite tedious and quite rubbish and you know all that stuff. Um, it's the data sets, obviously. So that that data is the internet. Uh, copyright like copyright be damned just trawling the internet and scraping every picture of every person and mm. um, we're all in the data sets everyone's um hard-earned art is in that data set and then you start to sort of realize well you know we're training these um ai models illegally in in, in many senses and that, that's not fair and, and the artist who created the mm. art in the first place if I want to pick if i want um you know a, a, a picture of um chris broad uh, as a pixar monster <laughs> um Pixar, that's in the style of Pixar, you know, and, and Chris Broad has created, mm. my new Chris Broad Pixar guy has been created, trained by the art and the hard work of the Pixar uh, artists, etc. So it's kind of, um, where do you draw the line? I mean, I'm not going to shed any tears about it. It's a tough one. I, well, I will, well <laughs> it's a real tough one. I know a lot of people who use AI in every way for everything yeah. now, and it's... It's scary, yeah, it's scary. It's coming for a lot of jobs, mm. whether we like it or not, ethically. Or oh, whatever. mine's already um, gone. Because I still, I do I still hire... <laughs> well, I still hire a lot of graphic designers. Like, I've mm. got a great designer who's working on a logo right now. I've got some designers working on animations. Mm. Um, but then, one day, the, the AI will be there where it can do all that maybe better, and my competitors will do that mm. for free. And then that's when you sort of go, oh, shit, what do I do here? There'll always be a place for humanity, I'm sure. 
there'll always be a place for humanity. Yeah. We'll all get bored of I bloody TikTok, hope so. TikTok, uh, those kind of videos where there's a video at the top, bit, bit of stand-up or something, and the bottom, somebody just playing a video game. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah. This life. But I know, I, I, I hope some protections are put in place for graphic designers, graphic artists and whatnot. Um, even though I didn't get anyone to commission the, the Maidstone typhoid epidemic. I Will you apologise to the... typhoid, please? I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, this is what I didn't do. I want you to look into that camera lens and apologise <laughs> to typhoid. Sorry, typhoid. Sorry, thank you. It was, thank it was you. the only way. It was the only Beautiful. way. But, I, you know, I, I take pride in, in hiring artists and great people that I work with, mm. and I think that's irreplaceable and, you know, <laughs> that's something I'm proud of, knowing that, when I look at like the logo for Journey Across Japan, a great artist has spent time working on that. Mm, or okay. you know, so yeah. But whatever I think, a lot most a lot of YouTubers, a lot of people I know are just using AI in every way now. Shortcuts, yeah. Because yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's only going to get better, and it's only going to start. Take my job one day. One day AI will be able to go through ten abroad in Japan videos, basically copy my face, and just do this. And then they'll make me, there'll be a version of me like Chris Fraud. It'll be like me, but much more handsome yeah. with a much nicer voice doing almost the same thing. Yeah. And people will watch that instead of me and then I'm done. So AI is coming for us all, even you, with your nice voice. They'll, know, they'll, they'll, never, get, they'll never get my non-secretors. If you can train an AI model to start a sentence <laughs> in the middle and eat their way out and just like drawl on about nothing, not really remembering words... Not remember if you could train an AI model to forget the word Bill Nye. Well, now we're talking, all right. <laughs> but you can't forget what I've forgotten and what I forget on a daily basis. All right, AI, you can come at me, but you're gonna miss. <laughs> Tis true. Mm. Tis true. For now, but I did see a. Also, I, I saw a really good. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I saw like an AI Beatles, uh, like an AI augmented Beatle, yeah. and it was like. Terrifying. <laughs> I've heard it before. AI like mimic a song uh, and an artist, uh, uh. but it's so good. It's so accurate now that <laughs> we are unequivocally, unequivocally fucked. Yeah. Um, especially me because it's ten thirty p.m. and I'm tired. <laughs> My God. All right. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. All right, onto the fax machine. Let's get through this right. before I collapse. We got a story from Clifford. Oh, Clifford. And it begins. Hello, Alaska Chris and Pete. Alaska, Alaska, Chris. What's that all about? My wife and I are due to spend three carefree weeks in Japan, starting in Osaka and winding through the countryside up to Tokyo. I wanted to know what uh, what recommended eSIM to get. Clifford, not the big red dog. <laughs> Pete, you've done that. Oh, I don't know anything God, about SIM cards. I can't cards. remember which eSIM I had for crying. Oh, oh biggie, oh. oh biggie, I got, and it Ubiggy. was excellent. U b i g i. Uh, get involved, Trev. It's uh, yeah, it's decent. I uh, got a fifty gigabyte uh, plan for uh, two. Uh, I was there for like two, two and a half weeks, and uh, yeah, fifty gigabytes um, saw me quite nice. To be honest, didn't have to really think about Wi-Fi or anything. Um, there are variations on how successful these eSIMs are in Japan because obviously there's you know different um, different companies that provide uh, coverage. But uh, yeah, Ubiggy was uh, very much uh, a good one. Really easy to install on both my Android device and my partner's uh, Apple one as well. So, yeah, round of applause for Ubiki. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Ubiki. Ubiki. What a weird name. What a weird name. Uh, hello, Capybara Chris and Pangolin Pete. Catherine from Tasmania here. Love the podcast. What's the best month to see the autumn leaves and what area of Japan is the best place for it? I mean, that would be autumn. Autumn days October, and November, grass... did, did, you, did, did you go to a non-denominator? Yes, so I remember night? that song. Autumn days when it. the grass is jewelled and the silk inside a chestnut shell. Jet planes meeting in the air to be refueled. All these things I love so well, so I mustn't forget. <laughs> Why does it sound so creepy when you sing it? It used to sound brilliant. You mustn't forget! Chris! <laughs> That's so... I forgot Like we sang school hymns. Jet, was, jet planes making in the air to be refueled is a weird thing to be thankful for because it's something that almost never happens in uh, commercial airliners. <laughs> no, only American military planes do that while on bombing runs. Yeah. So I never get that either. Yeah. Um, best time, autumn, Japan, November. November is the time. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the autumn colours. Mm. I've got a big video I'm working on set across the whole country. Uh-oh. And I need the autumn leaves. So I'm, I've got my camera in hand. I'm looking out the window, like, waiting, waiting. Two weeks' time. It's going to... I'll be, I'll be ready to go. He's going to be, um, be going to travel the length of the country, um, licking soy sauce bottles and uh, sneaking onto Shinkansen. 
<laughs> All the worst All influences, the worst influences. streamers, YouTubers rolled into one <laughs> sweet, horrible, shitty package. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys. Talk over again. But for now, I'm very tired. It's 1030. I'm dehydrated. I'm hungry. Uh-oh. I went to the gym yesterday for the first time in a what? long time. So my body's like broken. But you're going to see a whole new, fitter, sexier, brillianter mm. Chris who can say words properly. <laughs> well, you were, you were giving it the, um, you wanted the abs by Christmas. That's what I had. Abs by Christmas, you yeah. shouted. That won't be happening. <laughs> It'll be abs by, abs by next Christmas. But until then, guys, we'll see you later in the week. Have yourself a good one. Bye for now. Ta-ta! in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com